Hey everyone, welcome back to Glow Says Let's Talk Local, where it's season four, which I call Summer Popisodes. Why is it Summer Popisodes? Because around here it's summertime. And if you are here, you know that Greater Vancouver is the best place to be when it's sunny. So while you're on your way to the ferry, to the beach, grabbing a coffee, walking the dog, or going for that quick jog, let's find out a few things about these local creatives, one entrepreneur at a time. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Glow Says Let's Talk Local. And I get to speak with today Sarah Souk. And I'm so excited to speak with her because she is a homegrown author. (laughs) So I am going to let her introduce um, herself. I'm sure she can do it much better than me. And she's much more experienced at interviews even than me, I'm sure. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm Sarah Souk, the author of Made in Korea. That is my debut novel. It is a young adult rom-com about two teens that sell Korean beauty products at school. They go head-to-head to outsell each other and maybe possibly fall in love along the way. So that just came out with Simon & Schuster Books for Young Readers in May. Yay. Excellent. And you know what? I got to, congratulations, by the way, how exciting. I can see a stack of books behind her. (laughs) I actually wish I had ordered myself a hard copy because I was going to, and I thought, oh no, what if it comes late? No, maybe I shouldn't. This was weeks ago. Okay. So, but in my head, I thought I did. And then when I went to look for it, I'm like, hold on, where is it? Where is it? And my daughter was like, no, it's on your Audible. I'm like, oh my goodness, shoot. <laughs> anyway, I, I have to confess, I didn't get through the book, but I did get to chapter six. Okay. Who's chapter six? Do you know? Chapter six, that is probably Wes. I feel yes. like Wes is all of the even chapters. So the book is split into okay. Valerie Kwan and Wes Jung. They're the two main characters and it goes back and forth. I think Wes is all the even number chapters. Am I right? Is that She correct? is right. Yes. I thought I would just pop a question at her, but yes, you're right. And you know what? It's such a cute book. It's, it, I thought it was quite riveting. Like I want, I like the development of the characters. And in fact, I just dropped off my son at school and on the way, and usually, you know, a car ride with a teenage boy, angsty, you just don't know how that's going to go. It can go lots of ways. But I put it on because I want to listen to the end of chapter five. And you know what? It was quiet. <laughs> and he was listening. <laughs> oh, that's high praise. The highest praise. <laughs> and, and I think when we stopped, he was a little bit even jarred because he was, I think he was like, oh, <laughs> I don't get to listen to the rest of it. Oh, very cool. I mean, the audiobook narrators do an amazing job. So yeah, great. no, they do. They do a great job. So thank you, Sarah, because I'm going to continue playing that book for the next week just to get myself some peace <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy it at the same time. So it's excellent. <laughs> Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Like, who are you? What's your, it's your first debut novel. So you're an author, but that's what you do. What, who, who are you besides that? Uh, yeah, so where I'm from, my parents immigrated from South Korea to Vancouver, BC, where I was born. My siblings and I were all born in Canada. So yeah, I was born and raised here, lived here my whole life. Well, did you always like to write? I have always loved reading and writing ever since I was a kid. So I knew that I wanted to be an author ever since I was in grade four. Did you, um, like, were you the type that was always had their nose in a book kind of thing when everyone else was outside playing? Or no, not quite like I mean, that also, I have memories of me on monkey bars and things. So I feel like I was also outside doing all of that. Right. But I think at home, when it was like, 
you know, you just chill at that time. You know, to keep myself busy, I'd read a lot of books. Um, I would write a lot of short stories. So I played Neopets, a virtual pet website. And you like oh. games and you have these like virtual characters that you play okay. with. Yeah. And we had like a newspaper called the Neopian Times. And I used to write short stories about my Neopets and like send them in. Um, oh, cute. Were highly inspired by the Korean dramas I would watch with my family. So they would like lose their memory and have to try to find their <laughs> owners again. So it was a lot of hijinks like that. So I was writing from a pretty young age and, you know, getting inspired from those K-dramas from a very young age as well. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, so great. So you grew up writing stories about Neopets. That's cool. For the Neopian times. I love that. And then what did you study in college? Did you go to college? And did you continue that? Yeah, I did. So I was elementary school. And then throughout high school, I wrote a lot. I discovered the world of fan fiction. So I would oh. write a lot of fanfics. Took a creative writing elective in my grade 12 year, I believe. Okay. Uh, and in university, I went to UBC. So I stayed local, went to the University of British Columbia. Yep. And I applied for the creative writing major and did not get in. So I was rejected <laughs> in that program. So I decided, okay, I'm going to major in English literature and just minor in creative writing. So okay. that's it. I majored in English, minored in creative writing. And I really loved it, actually. I loved the things that I learned. I loved reading so many different kinds of books. Mm -hmm. And in the creative writing minor, I got to experiment a lot of different kinds of styles. So there was like nonfiction, songwriting, graphic novels. So there was okay. a whole range of stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't until my last semester of university when I took a writing for children's class, like writing for kids and teens class, that I started writing my very first book because the project was to outline a novel. Okay. Um, that was how that started. And then I guess just to share a little bit more about myself outside of writing, yep. uh, after graduating, I did a few different things. I worked at Ernest Ice Cream, a shout out to a local oh, ice cream okay. awesome. So that's where you're going on a hot summer day. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yes. So I love Ernest. I, so I worked there for a bit. I also moved to South Korea and worked with a nonprofit called Liberty in North Korea, and they work with North Korean resettling refugees. So I did that for a while, cool. and then I came back here, worked a lot of different jobs, and and so I'm kind of a, a little bit of a, uh, like a mixing bowl when it comes to like things I yeah. like, I do. Cool. But do you keep, did you keep up writing the whole time? Yes, I did keep on writing during that time. But throughout the years, um, I worked on revising that project. And that was the project that I ended up eventually signing with my literary agent with. Yeah, it took a while. It was a book, I would say, that taught me how to write a book. So there was okay. a lot of like, false stars, starting from scratch, all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's a very meaningful project to me in that way. Okay, that's cool. How do you, like, I really don't know anything about published authors. You know, you know, on my podcast, I normally interview entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And, but I interview sort of creative or artisan type entrepreneurs. And I think being a book author is somewhat like being a small business and we can touch on that. But so you create this thing. It's almost like having a product, right? You create this thing. You spend all this time creating this thing. How do you know the world's going to like this thing? Does someone tell you along the way? Does the agent help you with that? I'm just curious. You know, when you make products like hair products or skin products, like you like it, but you kind of have to test it out, I guess, with friends. Mm -hmm. Are you doing things like that as an author? That's a great question. And I think definitely um, such an important part of writing is getting feedback from other mm -hmm. people. 
So in terms of the question, like, how do you know if others will like it? I mean, I guess you don't really, you know, in the beginning, you just write the story that you are burning to tell. That's your story. And I think that that is a great place to begin as all stories should come from the story that you want to tell versus writing for other people. But along the way, of course, it is super important to get feedback. So I had what we call critique partners. Uh, so these are friends that read your book with the, what's the word that I'm looking for? with the objective, I guess, of giving you feedback and of making okay. it. So I went what we call the traditional publishing route, uh, which means that I went through a literary agent. I sent it out to many, many agents, got a lot of rejections, but I did end up getting a wonderful offer from a wonderful agent who is my okay. current agent. And then she is now the person who takes it to publishing houses. So it got subbed to all these places. Yeah. Um, and from there, with Made in Korea, we got an offer from an editor yeah. and we did a lot more revising on it again. So there was oh, a lot wow. of that happened. So in terms of how do you know, uh, maybe not whether people are like it because everyone has different tastes in books, but yeah. how do you know it's like ready to be on the shelves? Like, how do you yeah. know it's ready to go out there? Yeah. Um, that's such a, that's a tough question to answer, but I will yeah. say working on it with an editor and revising it several times and just making it as strong as you can possibly make it and yeah. the whole team feeling good about us putting it out in that way is probably a good indicator that it's ready yeah. to go out on sale. Well, what do you think is, and like I said, I normally ask entrepreneurs, but what do you think your secret to success is? I think I've heard some from you that I think what helps you be grounded, but what do you think your secret to success is as an author or being someone who's just gotten published, a debut author? Are you always kind of thinking about your story or your characters maybe? <laughs> Definitely, for sure. I think so. I don't even really know like what my work hours are. I just feel like I'm always like thinking about story and brainstorming and I think so much of the work too like a lot of it is obviously sitting down at the computer and writing and plugging in the words and getting that word count but so much of it is also just like walking around and getting inspiration from the world around you and talking with your characters inside your head and kind of like gleaning from just everyday life so in a lot of ways I feel like my brain is always kind of radaring to story and character and things like that so for sure I definitely don't know if I ever turn off that side of my brain at the moment I'm focusing on middle grade fiction and young adult fiction so oh, ages okay. 12 and uh, teen yeah well so I was going to ask you that how do you really rest or get away like does taking a hike in the local mountains help you or what do you do for some reprieve yeah, I mean, I, so I love resting. <laughs> I love taking breaks, you know, as much as I say, I can't turn off that side of my brain. Like, I don't have a problem taking a break from the work in the sense of like, turning off my computer and like putting it away. So I don't actually find it too stressful, though, to think about like, oh, character ideas and things like that, because it's just yeah. like, a fun way that my brain kind of runs away with it. Right. But I definitely feel the burnout, I think, comes from the actual, like, sit down, put your butt in the chair and, like, do the words, like, get them out there. Right. Uh, I think that definitely is more, leads to more burnout if you don't take those breaks. Okay. So in that sense, definitely, like, a hike outside. I love being in nature is really fun. I also love film photography. So I'll go out and take pictures. Okay. Um, yeah, so a lot of different ways to to get rest. So even if my mind is thinking about a lot of different things, yeah. uh, usually when I'm outside and doing other things, I can kind of like 
tackle away the actual uh, more stressful parts of the job into a into a corner for the time being. so you can compartmentalize like you so you don't have this need to like oh gosh I had this thought so I better write it down or I better speak it out or to, so that you don't forget it do you have some oh, definitely. yeah I definitely do that so if I have a thought I'll like put it in my phone notepad yeah and then just keep it there for later but then I'll just go back to doing whatever I was doing <laughs> Whether okay. it was eating pancakes or like going on a walk or whatnot. So in that sense, yeah, I don't yeah. really have too much trouble resting, even as I'm thinking about all these story things. Okay. I'm sure it will happen for you. Many entrepreneurs have said, oh, I never made it into solder or I couldn't get into business school. <laughs> <laughs> but then after they've made their gazillions or whatever, now they're going to speak at Sauter and people are seeing them. Right. Yeah. So I bet you that creative writing program be like, oh, Sarah, would you like to speak to our students? Perhaps one day. <laughs> and you can start every one of them with like, well, they wouldn't let me in. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you much success. I, I hope your team stays intact or you can find people to plug it in so that you can keep, you know, writing these great books. I, I just can see this long trajectory for you of um, these books. I, I loved it. I mean, I definitely, as soon as I finish talking to you, I'm going to start listening to the rest of because I think it sounds very engaging. And I like the characters. They really came to life for me. I could picture it, you know, and they're such a different generation from me, but I could still really picture them well. I, I really felt like I could. So well done. You put that down for the day. What are you going to do tonight when it's, boy, it's apparently going to be 30 degrees. I'm not sure. I hope that's not true. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah. Not, I cannot handle the heat. <laughs> I actually recently moved to the Tri-Cities area. So I love Rocky Point Park in Port oh. Moody. Okay. Um, there, it's great there. It's like right by the water. They have an awesome ice cream place. I think it's also called Rocky Point Ice Cream. Okay. So, you know, probably go to Rocky Point, walk by the water, get some ice cream. It's perfect. Nice. Spend a summer night. Is it fun to get to choose like the covers and stuff like that? <laughs> Who's going to draw your art? Or you just don't touch that part? Someone yeah. else. Uh, authors, it, at least in traditional publishing, obviously, it's very different when you're self-publishing. But for authors, we don't get how it's designed, the artist and all of that. That's up to the design department at the publishing okay. house. Okay. So for me, my cover just like appeared in my inbox one day. <laughs> uh, and I love it. They did right. an awesome job. It's beautiful. And I love the yeah. colors and the characters. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it just appeared one day. I didn't have to do with that. One of my tips that I use for myself when I'm procrastinating a lot is to turn off Wi-Fi anyway. So I would probably just open up my laptop and write. Uh, and I would probably get a lot more done, to be honest, if there was a power outage. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. What do you do to keep motivated? Because I think it's it's almost like, I mean, it's not like, but you know, when you have to write an essay for school or something and you're just not feeling it, you're like, okay, <laughs> like, you know, you're trying to hit different angles and stuff. Yeah. Just to produce something. Yeah. Yeah. I think motivation is one of the biggest struggles for authors, maybe all creatives, possibly. I think that motivating factor is really, really huge. Uh, a lot of the time, again, I'll just turn off Wi-Fi, eliminate as many distractions as possible, and then just try to break down my goals into really like bite-sized, manageable pieces. Yeah. Because I, get, I tend to get very overwhelmed when I think like, oh my God, I have to write a whole book, like I, or I have to write so many words today. It gets really overwhelming. So even just thinking like, in the next 30 minutes, I'm just going to turn off my Wi-Fi, and I'm going to just write as much as I can, or even just like, I'm going to write this one paragraph. And then usually after you write that one paragraph or sentence or whatever your small goal is, you kind of 
started this momentum and it gets a little easier. So I would say eliminating distractions and then breaking things down into manageable pieces uh, and then setting those timed kind of sprint times is really helpful. Okay, that's great. What a fantastic way to approach anything, like to solve a problem for an entrepreneur or an author. I'm so glad Sarah said it. Well, thank you, Sarah, for your time. I appreciate talking to you and listening to a little bit about your process and what you do to like get through this in Vancouver. (laughs) So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to chat with you. Thanks for popping in to speak with me today. And for the listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. If you did enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and pop in again next week. Until then, follow me on Apple or Spotify, and I'll talk to you soon.